God is talking so much. One more thing, sweetheart. One more thing for real. <laughs> oh, God. God say, whatever you want to say to me, say it. Whatever you want to say to me, say it. Go to him about that, okay? How he have you to say it. But he want you to say it. Express whatever you want to say. And go to him about how to say it. How to get it over to me. Okay? I love you. Greater seeds in us than he's in the world. Hey, sweetheart, pray with me. God want me to come together with you right now. To fellowship with you. He gave me two words. One accord. God is on your end. He is on mine as well. The same God on your end. The same God on my end. So I need your engagement. A lot of times I ask you to engage. And you engage by listening. I really need your confessions. To speak in your heavenly language. Not going to be on here long. I'm not going to be on here long. I didn't expect to get on here right now. But God say expect the unexpected. God say one accord. Continue to be on one accord. Continue to be on one accord. With our mind, with our hearts, with our soul and our spirit, sweetheart, on one accord. It's no joking matter while God has written you down concerning my purpose. Because it's purposeful, it's necessary, it's beneficial, not just for us, for everybody else that surrounds us. We are connected to some powerful people and God is drawing people to us daily. Are you opened? Be opened. Be opened. You are a great listener. And when it comes to God's advice, you're a great follower. God would not have me to say it if it wasn't true. I don't have to stand next to you physically in order for God to release to me who you are as a man. And everything God has taught me about you, I believe what he says to me. And I thank him for saying it to me. Because I believe that is the truth. Some things that I have counted with you already, and God has confirmed it. And there are some things God will have me to see firsthand, and that is still confirmation as to what he has written down concerning you and concerning me. It's beneficial, spirit, soul, and body to be alongside with you. But spiritually, that's the importance of the ministry. Our soul, our emotions... We stay humble regarding it. I release every word in the novel Kingology to you. As I receive every word in a novel Queenology. Because as a queen and as a king, we have to emotionally be stable. That's the worst thing we can ever do is become emotionally unstable. 
Crack under pressure. Be frustrated under pressure. Speak too fast. Speak incorrectly. Because once you put it out there, it's not going to be easy to pull it, pull it back or take it back once it's been ditched out there. Many would say the first impression is the best impression. That's not always a fact. Because God is a God of second chance, third chance, fourth chance. And if we're walking like God, we are also forgiven, also merciful due to any kind of mistake we have encountered day to day. Even we have released in the atmosphere day to day. So our hunger come up higher. Our thirst come up higher. We are one accord with our thoughts to keep our mind on Christ. To watch what we say and watch what we think and watch what we keep in our heart. Not to protect it from the issues of life, but protect it from the words of wisdom within. Regarding the issues of life. Our eyes are on God. Our ears are on God. Our ways are of God. We are not robotic. We are instruments of the Lord. Powerful instruments. We are gems. Masterpiece. Of God. Cannot be hidden because we are sitting on a hill. We will no longer worry for anything. Our confidence is being built. Our foundation is already formed. And it keeps standing built upon faith. We are seated at the master's table. And our master is serving us and we are eating well. What God wants to take away, we let him. What he wants to add, we let him. What he wants to do, we let him. What he wants to say, we let him. How he wants to move, we let him. We use our faith so we can have him to move how he wants to. I'm in love with you, spirit, soul, and body. I'm in love with our purpose. I'm in love with our destiny, our journey with God, our giftings coming together, our fellowship, the ministry itself, our friendship, our companionship, everything about what God is doing in our lives. And I thank him already for doing it. Please thank him. I know you do, but right now in this encounter, so much is happening in this encounter. There are so many gems being poured out from heaven. There's a portal over us right now. I'm speaking from you when you're listening, but I'm already releasing it unto you as if you are listening. And I haven't even released this and published it yet. I'm looking at the end of a thing. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Mentally, we keep our minds on Christ. We're not going to think nowhere else. It's okay to enjoy life. But remember that we are atmosphere shifters. Atmosphere changers. We're not the ones to, you know, be secretive. Don't want everybody in our business and don't want nobody to know what we do. And we have a private lifestyle. 
It's not for everybody to have access to us. But we fellowship and we love. And we are available for all men. But everything is not for everybody. And what I cannot do in front of everybody, I should not do behind my you know, closed doors or secret place. And what I'm saying is, be who I am wherever I go. I'm not going to do one thing at home with you and then outside be a total different person or vice versa. I am who I am. I'm mindful how I conduct myself. I can only be Quenisha Janice Hood. And you can only be the White C. Martin. Originally, I need your originality. I need your style. The way how God crafted you to think and speak, dress, live, create, put your hands to things. I need your style and how you move. I don't want what the world has tried to throw at you. Neither would you get that from me. I stand here before you. God had me to right now because he's moving. Regarding taking us up higher in him. Enjoy whatever he's doing on your end. God want me to back it up with some scriptures after I finish just declaring over our lives. Over our emotions. We're going to be mindful when we ditch out. Because then we get back in return. We are being watched. And we're going to mimic Christ. And we're going to mimic Christ very well. We're not going to be hypocritical. We're not going to be barbaric. We're not going to be conniving, sneaky, gossipy. We're not going to be one way this way, that way, another way. We're not going to be religious. We're not going to be stuck up. We're not going to be uptight. We're not going to be arrogant. We're not going to be conceited. We're not going to be doubtful, fearful, arrogant, nasty, angry, unforgiving, complaining, big-headed, double-minded. Not going to be any of that. When it got, when regarding our emotions, there are some challenges that's going to come our way. Those called trials and tribulations. But our faith work in patience. And if patience have its perfect work, we'll be blessed entirely wanting nothing in all that we do, in all that we encounter. The trouble is around, but it has nothing in us. We be mindful of the company that we keep. Mindful of the words that we say and the thoughts that we think. Continuously. We're going to have so much fun here together. God's going to have us to just have people just to exhale for the very first time by removing burdens, destroying yokes. Just enjoy living life here on earth as it is in the kingdom. The reason why I said the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of realms. Heaven is realms, the realms in the kingdom. From glory to glory, that's heaven. There are so many portals, that's heaven. If you see the choirs in heaven, it's not like here in the earth, just one group standing still. No, there are realms to choirs in heaven. Sort of like a swirl, like a cone going all the way up, a spiral. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. So enjoy everything. Everything means everything. 
You got to know what to expose and what to keep. You cannot ever, I cannot ever confuse it. Because sometimes we can talk a little too much because we're comfortable. And certain things is not to be said. It's to be kept. You understand? The anointing itself is sacred, but not secret. The sacredness is the holiness of it, the pureness and it being divine. Not to be tampered with. The power of the anointing is very, very effective for a time as this. And in order for people to take God and you seriously and God and me seriously, we have to take ourselves seriously. Yes mean yes and no mean no. If you don't like doing something, don't do it. If I don't like it, I won't do it. Regarding things personal about who I am and how you are, you got to be stern about what people try to put on you or place upon you. You're surrounded by some prayer warriors that also bless me. Never forget that. God take us all far and fast together. Together. We can't make things happen the way we ought to want them to happen. It's not going to work effectively. It can also frustrate the grace. We got to have positive motives regarding God's purpose and people, places, and things about our lives. It has to always be a positive motive. Positive motives without thoughts. Positive motives. You cannot protect me. You can't protect my feelings. You can't protect things coming my way. God is our protector. You may come across some difficulty, someone being totally disrespectful. I am not a woman to get out of my godly character to take up for you. That's not helping the atmosphere. It's not helping even one of our walks and it's not releasing on earth as it is in the kingdom. So we seek God in all that we do. He is our defender that we all leave empowered and better. I would never cuss nobody out because what they said to you. Neither will you. That's not what we do. Even under pressure upon pressure, we still release patience and kindness and every other fruit of the Spirit. I said, I'm not going to be on here long. Let me read scriptures that talks about being on one accord. Our spirits are on one accord on what's happening here. Our souls are on one accord as to what's happening here. Our bodies are on one accord as to what's happening here. Philippians. It always gives me the easy reading version. I be wanting the voice, passion. Okay, let me just... Philippians 2.2, easy reading version. Complete my joy by being one of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord, 
and of one mind. Romans 15, 6, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 1, 14, all these with one accord were devoting themselves to prayer together with the women and Mary and the mother of Jesus. And his presence was so because they were on one accord. Acts 2, 1, when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place, one accord. Philippians 1.27, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you, am there or am absent, I may hear you and continue to stand firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. Romans 12.5, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Acts 4.32, now the full number of those who believe were of one heart and soul, and one said that any of these things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. 1 Peter 3.8, finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, in a humble mind. Acts 2, 46. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts. Acts 4, 24. And when they heard, they lifted their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. 2 Corinthians 13, 11. Finally, brothers, rejoice, aim for restoration, comfort one another, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. 1 Corinthians 1.10 I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. Acts 5.12 now many signs and wonders were regularly done among the people by the hands of the apostles as they were all together. Romans 12, 16. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Acts 2, 42. And they devote themselves to the apostles, teaching and fellowshipping to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Ephesians 4, 3 eager to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Acts 7, 57. But they cry out with a loud voice and stop their ears and rush together at him. Acts 1, 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all of Judea, in Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Many say Samaria Samaria, you get it. Zephaniah 3.9 For at that time I will change the speech of the peoples to a pure speech, that all of them may call upon the name of the Lord and serve him with one, I mean on one accord. Joshua 9.2 They gathered together as one to fight against the enemy. Acts 8.6 and the crowds with one accord paid attention to what was being said by Philip. And when they heard him, they saw the signs that he did. 
knuckle is so many. It's over a hundred. Colossians 3.14 And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. 1 Corinthians 15.7 Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, on one accord. Acts 1.2 Until the day when he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit, to the apostles whom he had chosen. Hallelujah. It's amazing how Christ only spoke about Holy Ghost one time in the entire Bible. And that's when he was baptized by John. Holy Ghost came upon him in the form of a dove. And I never heard from Holy Ghost ever again. Mentioned by Christ. But Holy Spirit became very evident due to Holy Ghost being up on Christ. Holy Spirit came within him. It's so amazing that every time after Christ rose on the third day, it's so amazing that every time he will show himself, it will always be when he ascend up into the kingdom. They will always see him go up. They will never see him come down. And I say, Christ, I observed in the word, you have never had anyone to see you descend from the kingdom. Everybody always saw you ascend to the kingdom. Why is that? Why haven't you was seen descending? You would just appear but when you ascend, you will have them to watch. Why is that Jesus? Please tell me. I asked him way back when I was like 18, probably 15. And he said, because I want to save that encounter for when I come back. Because all men shall see me as I descend from the kingdom to receive them back into the kingdom once and for all. I want to save that encounter for last, the final day of judgment. It's like he pretty much saying, if you guys see me do something too much, you're not going to get the same, you know, have the same effect as if you saw it for the very first time. He want that very first time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Nobody here on this planet have nothing to worry about. I know God. I can speak these things and he back them up. Hell is available, but it's, I mean, hell is created. Thank you, Father. But it is not available yet. Satan is not in hell. So we have to stop saying people are in hell. He's not in hell. He's in the pit, in a dark place, in demonic realms. I be there. That's why I'm crafted to be the way I am. For God to have me to go there. I'm not the only one. But I'm speaking about what I encountered. Crafted to go there. And it's going to be times where you're going to have to hug me or something. Because it's not pleasing to be there. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. I heard Satan's voice today audibly. It sounds very, very demonic. It sounds like 
multiple demons speaking in like different tones, but I can't use the word harmony because harmony is from above. It's different tones of evil voices at one time. It sounds very demonic, similar to Emily Rose. Hallelujah. And people think people are in hell now. No. So you know what a good question is? If their souls are not, excuse me, if their spirits, a lot of us think spirits are souls. No, souls are our emotions. Our spirit is our spirit man. Spirit, soul, and body. It's a difference. So if our spirits who people have departed their bodies, if they're not in hell, then where are they? You understand? God me to share these things with you. Where are they? They're not roaming around the earth. When we exit our body, where are we? In the presence of the Lord, right? Let me tell you this, like I said before. Nobody in the kingdom, and I mean people that are, you know, heavenly hosts. And what I mean by that, those who live here in the earth, in the flesh, and departed their body. None of them have any recognition as to how they departed. Nope. No recognition. No one in there know they've been shot, stabbed, sick, or whatever, but had them to depart or an accident. They have no recognition of that. When God say every good thing comes from above, there is nothing bad, not even a thought of how you exit out of your earthly suit. Every knee has bowed and confessed that Jesus is Lord. There is not a spirit that did not do that. But we still granted the ability to make that decision who have not made that here. And let me just say it this way. Nobody has not ever denied making that confession. I don't care if it was the most atheist, the most people that drink the most filthiest blood. When they entered their body, they couldn't believe the beauty of his holiness. There's no way you could ever deny that presence. And we can only encounter that presence when we exit out of our earthly suit. The thing is, salvation is for all of us. But the thing is, God wants us to live on earth as it is. He don't want us to suffer here when he sent his son to cast down all of that. He conquered that. We can cast those things down under our feet. Even though they try to be positioned before us, we don't have to grab that. He wants us to live on earth as it is in the kingdom. People say all the time, people going to hell. Did you see them go there? Did you see them go there? The only way you can go to hell is if you deny salvation. If you deny Christ, denying Christ is denying Holy Spirit and God. And that's why God say every knee shall bow. How come when we exit our body, we not in God's presence, the creator of all things, but he wants to be in the presence of Christ? Because he has to become our Lord in order for us to even get to God. It's in order to get through God, you got to get through who? Christ. And I'm going to let you know right now, as of right now, because of I've seen far beyond 
that nobody has denied who he is thus far. Now you go figure about hell. Now God can give people visions as to what hell can look like if you don't accept Christ as your Lord. That's not saying that you won't. And it's not saying that you will go to hell. Because he always gives us an opportunity to accept the free gift of salvation. If his mind was made up concerning it, he would have already has brought us back home already. Why are we here? To release who he is. To have others come alongside with our knowledge. That's the purpose of ministry. Now I'm not going to say something that I think to say. I'm going to say what I know to say. Because my father has exposed this to me and I'm going to expose it to you. Every family member that departed their body that you know any person name that you ever heard of who departed their body has inherited the kingdom of heaven. But the thing is, you know how some people could think, you know what, if heaven already afforded unto me, let me just run wild and do what I want to do out here just because, you know, just because I can get away with it. No, you're not. You're just walking around as a fool. And then when you enter into Christ's presence, and you see your purpose and that you did not do that here. It's nothing worse than that type of conviction to be converted in order to get through Christ and get through the Father. God has sent many people, sweetheart, to me. That I had to lift up. Hallelujah. Because I don't hate nobody. Many of us dislike people that do these horrific crimes. And we just, you know, it's in our heart and God see it. We say things like, I can't stand an adulterer. I can't stand, you make my skin crawl. I can't stand a thief. I hate a liar. I hate a rapist. Look at that girl shaking her body like that. I can't stand that. Nothing but a hoe. You slept with my man, you a hoe. I hate you. Slept with my woman, I hate you. You stole from me. You put your hands on my child or my family member. I hate you. You killed your wife and your kids. I hate you. You put that infant in the microwave. I hate you. You cut that person's body and put it in the freezer. I hate you. And those people who done those things and committed suicide, guess who God sent them to? Me, when they exit their body, they enter immediately in the presence of Christ, and he said, Go see Quenisha before I have you to go see God. Because you owe her an apology. You know why? Because she never hated you for what you've done. Many cast you down, she lifts you up. She intercedes for people who do things that you have done. Now you go and apologize. Ask her to forgive you for what you have done in the earth. And me and them said the same thing, sweetheart. I have written it down. I've recorded it. Me and them said the same thing. I wasn't thinking. I didn't know it was going to be like this. I had no idea. I wasn't thinking. Hallelujah. 
I want to reach all people. That's my passion. And I'm not talking about everywhere at one time. I mean people that's everywhere around the world in different situations. I don't have to go to a prison and talk to a gang of men or a gang of women. I could become some pen pals and pray with them. How God lead me to do that. I had to lift up some people that was on death row. Pray with them. Because there's nothing like knowing that your life is about to be taken from you in the earth. In a matter of seconds. They have you on death row for five years and all of a sudden you got ten more minutes here. And then it's lights out of your time being here. In action, what kind of meal do you want before you go? And they have taken that out of capital punishment due to my research. You can't even have your last requested meal anymore because too many people wasted the money, the funds. Ordering all this food comes up to thousands of dollars and you don't even have an appetite because you're too nervous to die. You understand? Immediately exiting out of your body into Christ's presence. Have no recognition as to what just happened to you. Those are the things that he exposed to me. That is my difference. That's my originality. What is yours, sweetie? You have to really go to God. If some things that is just seem like too great to receive, go to him and ask him yourself. But you have to be able to trust the God in me. The same as I trust the God in you. Because guess what? He's going to back up and he's backing up everything that he's saying to me. God can give you an image of what a person looked like in hell. It doesn't mean that they're going there. You understand? How can God have any of us walk around with the thought, my loved one is in hell? I said, God, what is the worst thing you can hear somebody say? I wish you go to hell. People say out of anger all the time, I wish you go to hell. And some say, meet me there. Don't even know what the world you're saying. I say, what's the best thing you can hear somebody say? What must I do to be saved? And I say, God, what is your favorite color? And God said to me, spirit. <laughs> he said, spirit. I said, come again. Not sky blue, not white. Mm -mm. I'm the creator of all of that. I don't have any favorites. When you create things, you don't have no favorite because you put your all in everything that you do. So you feel the same about all of it at once. But if you want to get an answer out of me, spirit, because that is the truth. Because those who worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. And the reason why I say I in truth, because you can be in the spirit of lies. And that's demonically. Under Satan's influence, another influence. So guide me to come together with you right here now, Buka. Enjoy this encounter with me. Receive whatever you want from me right now. And I receive from you. Thank you. Greater is he who is in us than he is in the world. I love you. <laughs>